I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Once upon a time not long ago when people wore Adidas and lived life slow, when laws were stern and justice stood, and people were behaving like hip-hop was good, the little, little boy who was misled by a little shaitan, this is what he said, me and you kids want to make some cash, jacking old beats and making a dash. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And it's uh, Thanksgiving Eve, Karen. Mm-hmm. The day, the night, it was the night before Thanksgiving. And all throughout the house, mm-hmm. everybody was eating Chinese takeout. Because mm-hmm. your mama won't let you eat that food early, guys. Oh, no. And, and, and I can't speak for nobody else, but if you like my mama, she was prepared a week in advance. She, like, bought all the shit in advance. Because she was like, I ain't fighting all them crowds. But, but she's not going to go, but she'll send your ass. I forgot the pumpkin spice. You know, like, mama, why are you going to send my ass out there? Now I got to wait three hours to bring my ass back here. You're going to be mad because it took me forever to get back, even though you know it's crowded. But she don't give a damn. And, and then um, she was like, I cooked that food. And. And y'all ain't eating it tonight, and y'all got to wait till tomorrow. You be like, Grandma, Ma, you know everybody's slow. You know black folks don't get here till you say two. They ain't going to get here to six. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to eat till eight. Come on now. Yeah, this is, super, trying to hear that. this is the Super Bowl of cooking. Yeah, you, you know what? You tweeted something about uh, people that cook. This must be like you feel whenever you get a new video game. It is because people that love to cook. Thanksgiving and Christmas is like daytime of the year to shine. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where if you love to cook, this is right up your alley. I enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. Now, loving is a whole different thing. I love to eat. Yeah, eat. Yes, eat. Eat. Mm-hmm. Eat the food. But most of the time, this time of the year, I don't really, I can cook, but most of the time, uh, I don't even really get the option because your mama like, we have it over here. Like, most of the time, for me and Roger, the plans normally are already made out. Right. It's like, we cooking, bring your ass over here. A week ago, we cooking, you, you bring banana pudding or something like that. So most of the time, I don't really get a chance to actually sit down and cook. Yeah, we just get told where to show up and what to bring. Yeah, yeah, um, we don't even complain no more, yeah, yeah. And if it's uh the uh, my family, like the bigger part of my family, then it's always banana pudding. Um, although I thought we had started a new tradition last year, um, and I guess maybe, I can't remember if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, but... Well, we kind of just cooked our own dishes and brought everything over to my mom's house. Yeah. Cause and I, we had, like, a different theme. I think uh, it was seafood last year. Yeah. And I, I did I make shrimp tomatillo or Yes, shrimp? yes, you did. Yeah, it yeah. was good and it was fun and I liked that because mm-hmm. I'm more of a small crowd person. Yeah, but me too. It's all good. Yeah, and, and I think because I actually, your mom had called me today and I asked her about it. She was saying that she had forgot that they had, uh, we had, uh, was going to, like, the the larger family was meeting at somebody else's house because mm. she basically had made small plans, which I'm like you. I prefer the smaller plans. I like it intimate. Everybody can sit and chill and laugh and have a good time. Mm. And so uh, I was actually going to make some uh, Mexican uh, fish tacos. That, that, mm. that was my plans. Uh, but when she said this, I went, I was like, well, I just made banana pudding because it's, it's almost like I'm threatened if I make anything else. I was just decided. It's like if I come in there with anything else besides that, everybody looking at me like, why don't you make a banana pudding? I'm like, well, um, can I? I, 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 I can make other things. I'm good for something else, but that's all I want. But the people that really get into cooking, like, it's so serious. Oh, it's it's, they, it's like serious. on my Twitter timeline, there were people who took today off to cook. 
Yeah, my mom. Yeah, that's that's like I, like I said. That's what my mama used to do. She she would literally buy all her stuff in advance, or either mm-hmm. she would wait and find everything on sale. You know, for the for the potato salad, she waited till it got twenty three cents a pound, mm-hmm. or she waited till the bird got five cents a pound, and that's when she went and stocked up in the dressing and all that stuff. And you would literally, and my mom was the type of person she didn't really like nobody help her. Mm-hmm. So it was one. That's that's why a lot of like I've never cooked a whole turkey. Certain things I never prepared before because my mom was like, "Get your ass out the kitchen." Well, you get your, you, you know, you can try to help. You get your hand cut. You know, you gotta, it, especially if you don't do it the way she. I don't put a potato, Mama. Don't nobody give a damn about how the potatoes is peeled. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You ain't putting the right. So I just would get mad and take my ass somewhere and then have a good time like everybody else. Fuck that. Yeah. The one thing I don't miss about being at home though is after Thanksgiving you had the Thanksgiving leftovers. And you have to and then run. you're just trying to combine Thanksgiving food and the other genres of food, food to try to make it into some different food, but it's still the same fucking food. And like a month later, you still eat turkey sandwiches, <laughs> yeah. uh, pieces of fucking like giblets of turkey and shit. Like it's the worst shit in the world. And it's like it's almost Christmas time and you still eating, you know, pieces of turkey and other food. It's like, oh, turkey meatloaf. It's like, no, this is the same shit, mom. You know, but, or you eat some, like, the turkey tacos. Like, see, so you take the stuffing and you put it on some turkeys, you wrap it in the taco. I'm like, yes. this, this shit is still Thanksgiving food. I'm not food, mom. Yes, not, yeah, and my, my thing is, my thing is that, uh, a person like me, uh, I'm the type of person, especially, with, like I said, I've never uh, cooked a, uh, turkey before. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I've actually seen, like, a turkey outside of that plastic, you know, the butterball plastic white wrap. Mm-hmm. Your mama was making a turkey a few years ago, and she had it outside the wrap. The, uh, wrap and, you know, it has, like, that open neck cavity in it. And she was reaching and molesting, sexually assaulting that turkey. And I was looking at her like... You got to take all that stuff from inside out. I did not know this. And I know mm-hmm. I'm not the only one that did not know that this shit was inside of it. I, who the fuck thinks that when you put have a turkey, it's already stuffed? Don't nobody mm-hmm. know this shit. And so it's something that you somebody got to tell you. Or you got to Google or something like that. Yeah, I'm young for people. You know, wait for those people. So you were just going to take a turkey with all the things still inside of it? No, I, I would have Googled, like, I, okay. I probably would have Googled it, but I know I had never seen that before. So she pulled out all these bags and shit, and I was like, what the hell is this? What's this bag of stuff? She's like, oh, that's the giblets and the livers and all that stuff. So that's where they get the giblet gravy and right. all that stuff. But it's just one of them things that I was really looking at her like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing to that turkey, poor turkey? Yeah, it was, so I, like... I think I'm going to definitely uh, enjoy some turkey. Like, the best thing about, you know, going down other people's house for Thanksgiving is if you don't like the food, you just, you know, take a plate. Because you got to take a plate. Like, that's the thing. You don't want to insult anybody by not taking a plate. Because the thing, the unspoken passive-aggressive competition of Thanksgiving get-togethers where it's all a potluck and the family brings their own items is everybody gets so self-conscious about what they cook that they start doing a watch and the other people are watching too and they're trying to pretend like they're above it like they're not watching this shit but they watching it's a direct competition because they start saying a little passive aggressive shit in the kitchen and you can hear like if you get quiet enough when the game goes to commercial or something you go get a beer and then you walk in there and then you hear something like hmm awful lot of sweet potato pie left mm. <laughs> and he's just like oh shit that's definitely that that that's my that's my aunt, i think aunt, 
I think Aunt uh, Paula made the, the sweet potato pie. You know, yeah. you know she's single, and you know she came here without no man, and they've been saying that she, she if she learned how to cook, she'd be able to get a man. Yeah. And she won't listen. That's that's my cue to go. Once you know, mm-hmm. I don't even get into them conversations. Mm-hmm. But that's also, I, I just I just bounce because I don't I don't, don't want to have to deal with somebody's feelings getting hurt or st- stuff like right. that, or or either. Or either that, or either the opposite. You got the aunt that just don't give a fuck. Who comes in there like, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, who made this sweet potato pie? Paula, you made it. If Paula didn't make it, I'm not eating it. Like, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. you, you deal with two, that two extremes. Yep. You deal with the one that like, but I'm. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or the people that do the the real backhanded insult. Like, you know, you study your shit, you get it all together. You like, I'm gonna bake the shit out of this sweet potato pie this time. When I show up on Thanksgiving, they gonna be like, who made this sweet potato pie? You're like, uh-huh, I've been studying, I've been practicing, I've made sweet potato pie every month for the last 11 months. Thanks, get prepared. To prepare for this day, and then you bring that shit in, and somebody have a slice, and they turn to you, and they be like, did you buy this at the store? The backhanded insult. They, did you buy this at the store? This store bought, ain't it? You ain't make this. You ain't make this. Yeah, like, I, I've had to deal with that before, and it's one of those things where I'm looking like, nigga, I took, the, I literally took the thing. If I bought it from the store, I'm like, hell yeah, I bought it from the store. Ain't no shame mm-hmm. in my game. You know. I know, but they, they still hit people with that as the insult. Like, mm-mm, ain't no way you made this coleslaw. Yeah, like, ain't no way. Yeah, like, like your incompetent non-cooking ass, right. they had no business making this you know i don't know what the what the cutoff age is but if you ain't over a certain age people just assume that your ass can't yeah. cook and like my aunt sharon she had like white people at her cook at her thanksgiving yes and then we had to do the the racial watching <laughs> yes is anybody eating the white people food you know what i mean my brother's girlfriend come over is anybody were eating her food you gotta you gotta make sure that you eat it man you know what I mean? Because you don't want to insult them. It's like this weird-ass game of, like, maybe I didn't want spaghetti, but I'm going to definitely eat the spaghetti, and I'm going to make sure I tell her that it's good because you don't want to insult anybody. If I go over to my aunt and my aunt made some, some beans and they got, like, pork and ham in it, I don't even eat beans like that. But that day, that day I do. Like, mmm, these are the best. Who made pork and beans? Pork and beans? <laughs> this is your pork and beans? Mm, you put your foot in these pork and beans. Yes, you did. Because you definitely want to get something for Christmas. So you got to gotta play the game. Yeah, it, like I said, it, it it gets tough. It really, it, it like it's, it's just one of those things where, uh, I can't speak for everybody family, but Thanksgiving at a black family house is, is it's something else, and they, or you have to deal with the person after everybody finished. They walk around and try to serve you the shit that nobody ate. Oh, that's that's even that, worse. Nothing more desperate than the person that they food didn't get ate, and then they get start getting defensive. Where they be like, "Well, I don't know why nobody wants any potato salad. I mean, I I made this potato salad myself. I mean, it's good. And you, I, I let my son try some. And he said it was good, and I brought it up here for y'all. Y'all should try some potato salad. You don't yeah. want no potato salad. They start like trying to heap on to your plate of full food already. Like, come on now. Yeah, take a take a little bit of potato salad with you. Like, I don't want your potato salad. You know, you got a cat or something like. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on now. Come on, you ain't want no potato salad. Come on now. And what's even funnier with my family, uh, a lot of my uh, mamas, my mama and her sisters and all them, they're really, they'll tell each other they can't cook. Now, that's, they, that's like hilarious because one, mm-hmm. one of my aunts, her ass can't cook to save her life. She just cannot cook. And it's just one of them things. And my mom be like, she and she always want to have goddamn Thanksgiving to Christmas at her house. My mom be like, no, 
We was not having it over your house because your ass can't cook. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, my son, like, she'd be like, look, your son don't know what good goddamn food is. <laughs> you know, but the thing for me is I would never say or do anything like that. I eat everybody's food, even if it's nasty. And if it is nasty, like, I try to wait till they're not looking and throw my plate away. Like, oh, I can't eat another bite. They'd be like, well, how was the greens? It was delicious. Meanwhile, there's a fucking cup of greens just sitting at the bottom of the trash right now like don't even look i don't want them problems this is my family i had to see these niggas again and like i said it'd be all kinds of personal problems we we, we young we young when they old they know they're about to die soon and don't give a fuck they were like look you ain't ruining my thanksgiving with this nasty ass shit and i remember one time it was hilarious me and my cousin it was like a uh was it blackberry's blackberry pie Mm and me and my cousin i never do this shit again i'm gonna start asking from now on like this was when i was uh, a teenager I looked at Maurice, my cousin Maurice, my cousin Maurice looked at me. He said, who made this? I said, I don't know. He said, you want to try a piece? I said, I don't know who made it now. It might be nasty. <laughs> I looked at him. He looked at me. I said, you try, you take a bite, and then I take a bite. Right. He says, okay. He bit into that bitch, and that bitch didn't have no sugar in it. That was the most bitterest blackberry pie he bit in it, and his face and his eyes lit up. I was like, "Oh shit, I don't yeah. want that." And then they, and then they know cooking ass. He trying to act surprised, like, "Yes, you don't like that? You don't like that pie?" And it, it, it you don't like that pie? No, come on, now, go have another bite. You like the first bite told me everything I, I need, need to know. know. Yeah, because my his face lit up, and he was like, "Oh!" And what was so funny is that after he did that, my mama say, "Uh, who made this pie?" Mm. My elder say, "I did," and she say. And she bit a picture down. You ain't putting no sugar in this pie. <laughs> you know, black women are. Yeah. And then she joked her for not putting no sugar in the pie. Yeah, I'll be feeling bad, man. Like, if, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible person because if you're like, uh, somebody that shows up and everybody gives you grief about not having no man or not having no kids. Oh, or when you're gonna get married. Know, yeah. When y'all gonna have kids. I will, I will try your food. And I would lie to your face. I would be like, it's the most delicious shit ever. This is not the reason. Whatever the problems is, don't you only you can work on yourself and don't let this food deter you. Because I'm like, fake it till you make it. Maybe I'll give her the confidence to go out there and get somebody, man. Because I am not going to be the dude that told her that her shit was nasty, man. I'm sorry. I don't revel in that. And I don't know why people keep doing that to people, man. It's an awkward social situation. So either she going to hate me on Thanksgiving and for the rest of my life. Or she can go get a man. I'm sorry. She's just going to have to be manless, dog. She's not going to hate me. I will lie to her face <laughs> and eat every single bite. And then when she turn around, put it in a napkin and throw it away like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you know what? Another trick I do. And a lot of times because black folks be having their Thanksgiving so late. Me and Roger, you know, they probably we don't went out to eat yeah. prior to that or something shit like Sometimes. that. And I be like. Oh, I can eat another thing. Oh, I done mm-hmm. already. That's another way oh, I get I will, around that. I will make up a previous Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. I will make it up. I'm like, oh, man, we went down my co-worker's house, and I am so full. Couldn't eat another bite. Yeah, we, we got two plates in the car. We we, we got yeah. more than enough food. I remember I went to my white friends for Thanksgiving, and they had all that white food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, white people, they, you know, they don't cook the same way that we do Mm-mm. traditionally. Yeah, it's not and, the same um, There was one thing I did like. My boy Derek made this uh, hamburger helper casserole thing that he made. Like, where he hooked up, like, three or four different types of hamburger. I don't know how he made the shit, but it was good. <laughs> it was delicious. 
the rest of that shit was bland as fuck. So I ate all the hamburger helper shit and then I suddenly got full. I was like, oh my God, I'm a bust. If I eat another bite, you guys yeah, can Yeah, they was like, could you please take it? They had tons of it, too, tons of food. Too. Yeah. I was like, mm, I'm good. Yeah, take this with you. I was like, it's a reason it's a lot left, y'all. We the last ones here. Come on now. You know, but then, like, and the worst though is when you live with the people that are doing Thanksgiving. Because True. you start smelling that food at like 10 a.m. No, you start smelling that food at 2 a.m. midnight. Cause like right. my, my mom, my mama, she don't do it now because she older. Yeah. But my mama did that shit where you be like, God damn, you cooking for 48 hours? Like literally, mm-hmm. she be cooking stuff like two and three days in right. advance. You smell that crock pot? Yes, you got like, what is that? I'm ready to think smell so good. good. And then you be wanting to eat and they, and, the, and everything's taken up. They can't make breakfast because all the eyes are done, used. You know what I mean? They can't. It's like they ain't got no eggs left. Everything is for this meal. And oh, they, you, and you better not, you better not crack an egg. They be like, right. I had 12 eggs. Now I got like, it's almost mm-hmm. like if you touch anything in there, they got it measured out to the T. Right. They'll know that your ass ate some shit and then right. y'all gonna fall out. Who used a teaspoon of salt? Who used a teaspoon of salt? It's a teaspoon of salt missing. You're like, oh shit. You were like a teaspoon. Yeah. Salt. But you were in there like so hungry. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can make some cereal. You can't make cereal because you need milk. Yeah. You, know, you can't. Yeah. You can't do shit. shit. You can't make cereal because there's some shit in there that probably needs that cereal that you eating. Yeah. Oh. It's like, yeah. I'm you know, gonna... you can't make. You can't even make a sandwich. Right. You're like, can I have a turkey sandwich? No. What, what, can't have. The, yeah. I, I need that bread for the dressing. Shit. Mm-hmm. You know, is uh, uh, you better I not need, take I, nothing out that freeze. I need that mayo for the potato salad. I need that mustard for the potato salad. You're like, God damn. So you just be sitting there because all the money is spent on this meal. All the money. All $500 is spent to feed 300 yeah. people. That's why football started 1230 that day. Because yeah. they know your brain needs something to distract you from the hunger. And that is, best case scenario, if and it never happens and it will never happen as long as you're alive if everyone shows up on time which they won't oh oh no 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 never they they won't they won't i like i said i got i got that um i got that uh white woman internal clock in me because um i remember uh like when we have it over your mama's house your mama most of the time she's ready like if she say whatever time that's why i like having it over there she's like hey mm-hmm. might be 10 to 15 minutes i'm you know i'm heating up something but by the time we get there most of the time we can get there and start eating you know how many thanksgiving day poppins i have gotten in my lifetime i have always been the one that's like because it breaks you mentally it's like torture you be like now i know she's cooking and she's got everything time she gonna move it to the dishes. She sat in places of silverware. We gotta pray. I know all of this. I know it. But she said we can start eating at four. Ain't that the truth? And I have got to ask. And it'd be like, you be watching that clock, it'd be like three forty-five. You'd be like, come on, four o'clock. Stomach just rumbling. Because you, you know you probably had ate anything all day. Because when they do that, you ain't getting breakfast. Because yeah. all your stove Ain't stuff nothing is, open. No, no nothing Yeah, open. you just got to eat what's there. Like, you got to make plans the day before if you plan on eating something that day. Or you got to wait till four. You sitting up there feeling like a Somalian with somebody just with just aromas and smells and shit. You want to eat shit you never want to eat because you're so hungry. You be like, is that shitless? 
mm, you know what i could go for some chitlins today because i will eat anything i will eat a pig's ass today because I'm, I'm hungry as shit i'm hungry right now like right now this second i'm hungry and uh the the funny part about it is that uh i normally have to split between two 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 places like if my family um has something collectively i go over there and then we normally um do uh your side of the family mm-hmm. and i remember my mama was like she was like well I'm starting mine at like one or two in the afternoon. I don't think your mama's was like till four or five or something like that. Mm-hmm. I showed my ass up early. I chilled with my family. I had a good time. I stayed about maybe an hour, hour and a half. My mama's like, you about to go? I said, mm-hmm. You tell all them niggas it's late. They should have been here on time if they won't see me. And I left. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing. Like, because then there's the other thing too, right? Because, you know, you, you go in there like you've been breaking. You're over there pretending to watch football. You know, just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, while you stand at her, like, is he ready yet? Right. And this is before, like, if you're young, this is before you could even get drunk. So uh, yeah. You're just sitting there sober as shit, awake. Yeah, that's, that's why folks hungry, get drunk. Watching, watching football. Drinking on an empty stomach. Trying to pretend that you are interested in the Cowboys or the Lions or whoever they have playing at the time. Cause, and this, and nothing more excruciating than one football game. Yes. Because all these commercials and shit, you just couldn't give a fuck. About. It's like, let's go back to the parade, back to football, back to the parade. You never realize how many breaks there are in a football game until you are fucking starving. Oh. Waiting, waiting to eat. Oh, oh, either what's even worse is while you're watching a football game slash and order the Thanksgiving Day parade. Everybody's talking about the, tur- the Thanksgiving turkey. You see all the commercials flashing through right, the Right. Well, TV. that's what I was going to say is, you don't realize how many commercials there are, and the reason you know there's a lot of commercials is because every commercial is about food. Yeah, like they, they show they spread nothing, and none of this shit is open. It's just it's just commercials. Just mm, Papa John's. I bet you would give up on your liberal morals today to have some Papa John's, wouldn't you? Ah, you hungry yes, motherfucker. You anyway, back to Troy Aikman. It's like, hold up, man. I'm hungry as shit, and every commercial. Uh, uh, Chick Fil A. We not even open on Sundays. Like, why y'all goddamn show yeah. commercials? But you guys want some, don't you? Like, I do want some Chick Fil A. Yes. Well, bye, nigga. You're not gonna get none. Wait on your grandma. <laughs> He's so hungry, man. And so it gets to three fifty nine. That's the time everybody breaks. Whatever the time is, if it's we supposed to eat at three two fifty nine, you walk up in that kitchen and you be like, well. Like it's about that time. Ain't nobody going to get here. I guess I should go and fix the plate. Pop. Every time. Mm-hmm. You be walking back in that damn living room like, God, son of a bitch. I shouldn't even yeah, walk your ass up in there. Be like, we're going to eat. I will tell you when it's ready. And then you get to that point where it be like 430, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. You be like, and them Negroes ain't showed up yeah. yet. And you looking at, and the thing of the thing that make me mad is that you looking at your mama like, you know your fucking sisters are terrible with right. time. And you be like, so can we eat yet? You can eat when I say it's time to eat. Well, what time is it going to be time? It'll be time when it's time. Like, what does that even mean? You don't even know. <laughs> and like every minute feels like 30 minutes. It'd be five, it, you be like, oh, I'm dying. I'm about to pass out a, a hunger exhaustion and hunger pains. And you look up, it'd be 405. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god i'm just oh, i'm feeling weak i'm gonna just try to drink a gallon of water put something on my stomach oh lord please save me 406 mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah like i watched a whole half of football isn't it time to eat 407 
It's yep. crazy, man. You yep. so hurt. Yeah, but you looking like you got to be kidding me. And then like the worst thing, because what I'm worried about uh, is um, when we go places, I don't cook because uh, Karen's got roped into like uh, the traditional woman role. She loves making her banana pudding. Everybody loves it. It's their mm-hmm. favorite dish. Yeah, so I would make time, other shit, but, well, but it's fine. It's I fine. literally get the side eye, Lily. Once they know that you make something good, that's what they want. Ah, Claire. So, you know, we always get roped into the banana pudding. Personally, I think her Oreo pies are better. Me too. But, but that's what they like. They like the banana pudding. Traditional. It's not scary. Everybody's had some before. So they have the banana pudding, and we show up, and we're the life of the party. Everybody loves it, and, uh, you know, we have to get disposable dishes now, disposable thing, because they'll keep the fucking container even. And yeah, don't let I, was, I was like, that was like this, uh... Uh, rubber made ain't for you, nigga. I, I paid $25 for this container. You will not keep this. Yeah. So we show up and they get the banana pudding. But one of the things that I always worry about is I don't want them to know that I can cook. Because yeah. I don't want to get roped into that shit where every, now every time they get together, I got to come. Cause if I don't come, then my food ain't coming. It's like, what's up with them ribs? It's like, oh, hell no. I don't want to be the dude that shows up and it's a disappointment at the door. Cause it's like, I don't see no ribs. What are you doing here? Because black people will do that shit. You show up without your signature dish, they, they show up without your signature dish, they will act like they do not fucking know you. Fuck them hugs and fuck them holidays. I'll be thankful when your ass comes back with a dish full of whatever it is you made. They'll be like, um, <laughs> ding dong, as the door. Oh, I got it. Uh, huh, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, can I come in? Mm, I don't, uh, let me look around you. You got anything you bring uh, from the car? Is, is so, yeah, your, your kids with you, they bringing something from the from the car? Nah, I just wanted to show up and just wish everybody happy Thanksgiving, you know. Oh, man. Oh, because I don't see no ribs. And you know how we feel about your ribs. Because uh, you can stay out here in the cold. Until we get there. And now you disappoint everybody. It's a letdown when you walk in the door like, yeah. Alan's here. He didn't bring the ribs. And yeah, like, they make that announcement mm-hmm. too. You be like, come on. You had to. Because yeah. everybody going to ask. So, and then, yes, and then yeah. what, the next 30 minutes of conversation. Hey, what's up, bro? How's everything work? Uh, why you didn't bring the ribs? It's, it's times hard. You need some money. Uh, is everything going okay with your job? Your kids healthy and stuff? I mean, if you need some sort of uh you know donations to make some ribs uh you just let us know start a paypal yeah and and and, and the thing there's of, no excuse for this and the, and, and the thing about it is that uh when you make this stuff like i say depending on what you're making it could get really expensive because you're looking like it's 50 y'all motherfuckers mm-hmm. you know that's a lot to make right and then you do all and then you know, everybody fixes the plate and that's when the passive aggressive negativity starts that's when people start noticing the green beans ain't going as fast as the greens and they start noticing that the sweet potato pie is mm-hmm. almost gone but that cheesecake that uh our Sarah made ain't going you know what I mean? So everybody starts paying attention and starts talking their little sideways shit like, mm, a lot of cheesecake, a lot of cheese. I guess people don't like cheesecake no more. I, you know, maybe everybody's on a diet. I mean, maybe that's what it is. I guess, I mean, all of my stuff is gone. You know, all of my upside down <laughs> cake is gone. But maybe, you know, maybe they got so full on my stuff 
that they have room for your cheesecake stuff you know but hey just keep it here maybe people want to eat it in a couple months when they eat these leftovers hold on <laughs> and then they go right off of that passive aggressive nastiness mm-hmm. to spades yeah and that's about the time i leave really because yeah because uh, yeah, they set the stage for angry talking. for anger game of spades and mm-hmm. you know and the thing is like i don't mind playing spades like i come in and play spades while everybody's uh hungry right. once everybody get full and everybody get drunk and everybody get to drink because i remember I don't, I don't i don't i think it might have been thanksgiving or something we was over um sharon's house and we was over there having a good time and one of the old men was at the table was drunkly trying to holler at me one mm. dude like fell over a speaker drunk yeah and and you know and one thing i do love about my husband i don't i for for the married couples or, or y'all out there y'all need to have looks me and roger got looks like we don't and literally had to say a word i looked at roger roger looked at me and everybody immediately started packing. We we even went two separate directions, but we started mm-hmm. packing shit up. Like the eighteen, I looked at him like, "Yeah, nigga, meet you at front." He looked at me, "Yeah, meet you at front." And mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, got to go, got to go. Holla at you later." Me and him broke, broke, and they was like, "Peace." Yep. And and the thing about us is so funny is that a lot of times they don't got used to me and Roger leaving early because at first people was like, "Why y'all leaving early?" We be like, "Look, we gotta go to the movies." Yeah, like, we'll make a movie up in a heartbeat. Yeah, we make some shit up to ain't even out like, yet because we, we know they just, don't know. Well, not just that. I don't have not me. I have a cover story. I be like, we need to go to the AMC at eight thirty to see Black Nativity, and uh, we gotta get out of here, guys. So it's been real, and I go home and watch football. But I had a whole cover story, and I still have to go see that movie by Christmas. Cause they gonna ask about it and they gonna go see it too. Mm-hmm. You just want, but you just pick a movie that somebody want to see because they'll start asking you about it. Oh, Black Nativity, is that the one with Mary J. Blige? Yes, the one with Mary J. Blige. You know, I was thinking about seeing that. That way they cut off the person who goes, why you gonna leave? You gonna leave already? It's kind of early than, you know, somebody else. Well, hey, wait a minute. As far as Whitaker and that, and you, you start talking to them. That's the clan. You can't just make some shit up off the, you know, you get caught in that lie, and now you just look like a person that deserts your family. <laughs> Can't have this shit. Yes. But then they go straight to the space. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, and for, for the record, I have several different looks. But uh, you have to be careful with your it's time to leave looks because yeah. people see they can see it. It's kind of like uh, when a defense sees a quarterback's face or something when he calls yes. audible. Like you don't want them to be able to tell. So you just need a real normal face, maybe like, yep. Uh, wiping your glasses off. Uh, personally, I prefer the lean forward, put your eyeball, put your uh, eyebrows up, and, and lean your chin down. That's my like. I do one right now in case y'all y'all want to know. Like we'll be eating or something, and then somebody be like, uh, "Put on, I be stroking now," and then I just look for Karen. And I just be like, and "That's it. That's it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just raise the look or, yeah. or I pretend like I'm I'm, I'm big, and I be like. A four and a five, a five and a possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that first. Not, it's not even the. It's like it's not even just the drunk. It's like the people that be at the table. I can tell already. Mm-hmm. Like before they even start drinking, I'll be like, now you we, know, we, this is not going well. You know, you can't put Carlos and Butch at the same table. Oh no! You know oh, what I mean? No. Like I just be looking at it like, like I'm not saying those two particularly. Yeah, but, I, I'm, but, just, but, I'm just naming but, random yeah. names. But like you, you just be looking at be like. Oh no, Henrody and Uncle Pete mm-mm. on the same. No, mm-mm. Mm-mm. this ain't gonna work. And, and and don't fuck around, and put them on the same team because 
it get, especially at Thanksgiving, it get to the point where that shit get personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and somebody reneges, they be like, yeah, renege, bitch, like you renege on that girl back in 1975. You be like, how the mm-hmm. fuck did we get here in the middle of a goddamn space game? Exactly. You never know, man. Be like, don't you still owe me $20? I'll be like, I don't know, but it's time to go, man. You know what I mean? Somebody yes. get, somebody looking at somebody's hand or some shit. Like you, you sure taking long. I think they might be. I think they might be trying to trying to run a Boston up in here. No, y'all underbidding. Don't let that happen. Somebody start losing, then they get mad because you ain't bid the exact right amount of books. Mm-hmm. What they got to do with your ass getting set? Stop Nothing. being so brave. Bid your hand, and next thing you know, uh, it's time to go. I'm not gonna be here oh. for the cutting. Uh, ain't that the truth? Or the or, or, or them falling out with each other, and 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 and, the str- and for me and Roger, the struggle even worse than that is everybody to be wanting to have function at their house. Don't be having no HD TV for the football games, or either mm-hmm. they don't have the NFL network or some shit. You be like, come on. I have never watched standard definition TV so intently than during the Spades game. I will watch the fuck out of a regular fuzzy ass TV. I will watch the shit out of it to keep out of me that. and the kids. Yeah, y- y'all want to play some Spades? Now listen, y'all. This is the thing though. I don't know if she still does it, but I'm assuming this. I had to go through the struggle again. But the thing with Karen is, she talks a good game right now. <laughs> but when we get there, she gonna be trying to get in on that space game. She gonna be I trying to act like play. it's okay. She gonna be, she gonna forget everything we know. We already <laughs> know this. Play. You guys have listened to us talk about it for forty fucking minutes. <laughs> I guarantee fucking tell you the first time. So if I want to play some space, Karen get that look on her face like, I guess I can play some space. And I'll be looking like, God damn, this fucking up our plan. We're not going to be able to eject. We need to have an exit strategy. She is a risky wild card. Luke Kennedy. <laughs> every fucking thing. I'll be like, you want to take my hand? I give somebody you want to take my hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll play a couple of hands. Two hours later, I'm sitting up here like, ain't this about a bitch? I'm watching <laughs> fucking standard definition, fuzzy-ass football, talking about going to church. Like, this is some bullshit. Should have been home. Should have been home. Betray me every time. Because I'll never get to play any mm-hmm. other time. Yeah, I'm going to get you back one of these days. Do something real crazy. I don't know what yet. Oh, Lord, like what? I don't know yet. You'll see when it happens. Go to a funeral and start playing uh, connect with people and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to go in there. Go in there and start playing Zumba or some shit, man. I hate that shit. But, um, yeah, man, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they happy Thanksgiving Eve, man. Yes. Um, none of that shit was planned. Um, mm-hmm. you guys can find us at theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. And, uh, hopefully you guys will continue to support the show that way. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And, uh, today's podcast is sponsored is sponsored by <clears throat> is my copy I've been trying so hard to get over here I simply can't cause the love we share through the years meant so much to me All I'm looking for is just a serious relationship. It's what I had all, all my life. It's a long ass intro. Oh, you give me that? Yeah, it's old school. 45 seconds. That's 
fellas and ladies are you looking to spice things up for the holiday like that turkey you're spicing right now yes have you been fantasizing about rubbing your lover down like you're rubbing all of those <laughs> spices and and yeah. sit on that meatloaf. Yeah. All in them hips like you holding that turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Mm-mm. When you get your 50% off of just about any item, you'll also be very thankful to receive three free adult DVDs for Aww. a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so central. Can't even mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT. When you go to check out, and when you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right. So, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened. We got articles and shit like that. Um, let me uh see what I got here. Let's do it. You know what I was thinking though. Um, I went to Bossip today because I, I I don't click on World Star Hip Hop links. I just I fucking oh, detest no. that. Oh no, I feel like every time you click on that, a little piece of your soul fades away. And you should get viruses. You know what I mean? Like you should like your Microsoft antivirus should just stop working. Yeah, because if I see it in the corner, that. I'm mm, you better send this to me another way. Yeah, but um, I I I like Bossip, and I didn't know so many people hate Bossip. I don't know why people hate it. I think it's a good site. It's it's fun. It's black gossip. It's gossip about black people. I don't know, like if it's something that that I don't know, but it it, it it's the shit, man. And I love their headlines because you don't even need to read the articles. The headlines. Oh, I'll tell you everything you need to know. Not just that, but they are so pressed to make you click. Like, oh, like you okay. know how Tone does the the Black Planet link sites of the week or whatever. Yes, he need to go to Boston too because he they it's a real close competition. Like, listen, this is a headline on the website. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. Erica Mena says Alicia Keys gets a pass for being a home wrecking hoe. Oh Lord! Sixty-six comments. Uh, Colorstruck, dark-skinned British X Factor contestant said she suffered the most racism from light-skinned blacks. Five hundred sixteen comments. Ooh, they had some shit about that, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was some more good ones, man. There was some up here that was so fucked up. Like I was just like, you got how do you not click this? No. <laughs> For discussion, Nishi Nash says a BJ a day keeps the divorce lawyers away. Do you agree? Do you, oh lord <laughs> they do with that do you agree <laughs> get them comments <laughs> you gonna be sucking dick every day ladies or not uh what was another one? freaks polyamorous couple says sexy multiple partners has benefited that six-year-old son it takes a village to raise a child i only got nine comments because white people yeah and that even black people do even how to black people don't do this why they try to make a polyamorous couple sound like it's a sex orgy in front of children, though? I ain't that stupid, and it's not. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Um, <laughs> and then they'll have some that are so misleading, but if you read the article, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Splitsville. Mariah Carey confirms whether or not she's staying with Nick Cannon just for the kids. Oh, Lord. Because you know when you read it, it's going to be like, no, she's not. 
She's staying with him because she loves him. Of course. Here's my favorite one. I saw this before we went on the air. It's a picture of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And the kids are in it too, but they cropped them out. And it says, do better. Women who need to leave their men. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's so good. Because like that. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, man. just do better. They like the t- like even before they give you the headline of the article, they have like three or four words that set it up. Like one of them says, "People ain't ish," and then it goes on. UGA employee charged with forty three counts of sexually exploiting children. <laughs> Here's another one. Ho, sit down. Oh, sit down. Facebook bans fitness buff for hate speech posting post blabby chubby Lumpkins women's curvy confidence. I don't even know what that means. Me either. Oh God. So good, man. Y'all people sleeping on Bossip, man. I hear like the the you know, the black like uh the black academic people on Twitter and shit that, you know, have issues and they go in on it and stuff like that. Like but uh Maybe they just embarrassed because it's some blackness and shit, but I love it. It is my favorite. Um, all right. So I guess we could talk about what everybody's talking about. It happened yesterday. We just didn't talk about it. Okay. But, um, Kanye West has some things to say, Karen. He, Ooh, uh, went he on the radio. He things to say. He went on the radio and, uh, he talked to his boy Sway, um, who everybody knows of head rap fame yeah mtv yeah and uh they had it out and things got a little heated um in a conversation uh they still squashed it and everything turned out cool but uh everybody's been talking about it so i said why not play play it on the show so here here's here we go hopefully it's a good copy or why don't you empower yourself and don't hmm. need them and do it yourself halfway take a few steps back and now now actually i, I didn't realize it was this short of a clip but um i'll set it up basically um he was uh talking to sway about his you know uh delving into the fashion industry and you know kanye says it's been a struggle he's been wanting people to invest in him Mm -hmm. um and he's basically trying to do it big Mm -hmm. and at this point i think he had even told sway like i put 13 million dollars into this and i don't have anything to show for it and you know i've tried to you know and i'm just not gaining traction and i want you know people to invest in me to back me to give me the money to really produce this at a large scale because i feel like i'm a trendsetter and i'm gonna make everybody the riches and all this shit right Mm -hmm. so that's where it starts and then sway basically says why don't you just do it yourself just dial back and don't do it as big which you know Kanye ain't trying to hear that. Right. That's right. Or why don't you empower yourself and don't need them and do it yourself? Halfway, take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers, Kanye. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. Kanye. I've been doing this more than you. Doing what? You ain't got. Come on, chill out. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't been doing the education. You ain't been doing the education. You don't have the answers though, because you're trying to give me advice about no, something. No, no, you ain't, no, no. you ain't got the answers. You ain't spent thirteen million dollars of your own money trying to empower yourself. Yes, but I spent hundreds of thousands and doing putting out clothing lines at a smaller degree. 
All I'm asking you, I'm and, then, and it ain't no Ralph's though. Uh, it ain't Ralph's level. Let me ask you this: I'm asking What's you. the name of your clothing line? We don't know. Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Because I lost money, but that's not exactly. That and I can lose money on a higher level too. Don't think just because. Don't think because I got the most money. Let me finish my question, dog. Man, no, man. You don't have the answers. I'm asking you for the answer. It's a question. Why is it that you can't? You have money. I just you have told you I lost the money because I did not have the knowledge okay, of how so to do it. You don't have right money, way. so you don't have the money to do it. That's your answer. You ain't got to turn up, man. This ain't no fucking show, man. <laughs> I'm talking to you as a homie. It ain't no homie, man, because the thing is, the bottom line is. Man, I'm everybody, you ain't got to turn up. You ain't got to no hold up. Wait, 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 ain't no hold up. Ain't no hold up. It ain't got to be no hold up. I'm asking you a question. Ain't no hold up. I'm asking you a what do you mean it ain't no hold-up, man? We here talking to civilized people. I'm trying to understand your world because when I go to your concert, I'm curious about what you're saying. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you the questions. Well, I'm explaining to you Okay, what it but is. you ain't got to turn off on me man-to-man, dog. Fuck these mics. We can turn all this shit off. You ain't got to do this. It's cool. I love you, bro. But you ain't got to turn away. You know, don't try to embarrass us. I'm not trying to embarrass y'all. What I'm trying to say to y'all A mother arrested is... her daughter oh, shot and... Oh, great job. News story. What a rawness. Um, <clears throat> let me uh close whatever that is real quick. But uh, yeah, man, shit like escalated so fast that uh, it's almost like they never even had a chance to get into the good part of the conversation because like shit just went to 10 and i feel like sway's ego kind of got in the way as an interviewer because he got challenged as a man and it was like fuck these questions nigga you're not gonna be up in here talking to me like this and that's valid now yeah uh let me play the rest i think i think i'll fix this let me see this industry of what i'm trying to get into ain't nobody never broke down ain't nobody broke down we all slaves so I ain't trying to disrespect you on your show. We all slaves or something. My show, yeah. I ain't trying to disrespect you, period. Let okay. me talk if you're going to have me talk. We all slaves. We all slaves. And y'all ain't experienced nothing right here but a moment from a movie out of glory. Back in the days, the slaves had enough money they could buy their own freedom. We all say we slaves to Nike. We slaves to Benz. We slaves to public perception. We slaves to not looking, you know, what somebody going to say after the interview. Why you let Kanye do that? You should have checked him. I don't give a I love you, man. I'm sorry. I love you, man. I'm sorry, okay? That's fine. But look at this. This is exactly what would happen at the French Revolution. This is exactly what happened. I'm sure there's some arguments with Harry Tubman and other people talking about, let's go this way, let's go that way. But what I'm trying to say is, I sat in Paris and met with these people. I invested my own money. All right. So, um, first things, man, as always with Kanye West, um, a lot of brilliance, a lot of truth, a lot of ego, and, um, you know, a lot, it's just like a unique perspective, but he goes to 10 so fast. Yeah. And, 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 and also, I think, too, from, from what I'm hearing, it's almost like he came at him like he was being defensive. And like, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, almost like he was attacking him. And he was like, I'm not trying to attack you or anything that you got to say. I really, I really want to hear. I really want to understand. But it's just one of those things where Kanye feels like he always got to fight. 
and it's never a time like you say to be to be on like he's always on always on that fight mode always on trying to prove yourself always on trying to explain to somebody or justify your reasoning or justify your uh um <clears throat> thought process all the time so even probably when he's talking to friends it's one of those things where, well, why you say that? And it's like, well, calm, calm down. I, 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 I'm just actually a question. I just want to know. Is that after he calmed down, he started making sense? But it was almost like he came in almost ready for war. Well, essentially, he's a dude that believed in himself when nobody else did, and was right. Yeah. And it's like the best and worst thing that could happen to him, right? Because you called your shot. You really believed you deserved all this fame and glory and stardom and you can handle it and 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 you know you seem to be right because you were you know people don't like that you said you were going to be the voice of a that you were the voice of a generation generation. but it's really hard to refute that he is you know that he isn't i mean so i i really feel like uh he he's a dude that is so like pressed to be great Mm mm-hmm and not and like because he doesn't stand on his accomplishments as just i'm great the end i'm gonna walk away now mm-hmm. i think a lot of people have an issue with that because you know he's always trying to do more and people don't like that pressure that desperation and that that feeling of like i still gotta make it i still gotta prove myself every single day of my life you know but it's a lot of people out there like that and it's like no matter what he does i don't think it will he'll ever get to the point where it's enough I thought the most interesting thing he said in another interview, they asked him why he went with Jay-Z and not Dame Dash. And he said because he wanted to learn from Jay-Z, like, how to interact with people and develop, like, relationships with business relationships. He was like, uh, teach me how to move in a room full of vultures, quoting Jay-Z's line. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he can learn that. I don't think he Mm -hmm. is because jay would never go on the radio and let himself be recorded saying anything negative about another party that uh that could hurt him you know what i mean yep like he even like even after um the the beef he had with nas i remember even after that he was like contrite and going well people say i went too far so i'm sorry i shouldn't have did that like he's not that guy that will go out there on principle stand up for something he believes in and 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 take that that business loss he's not that guy who's ever going to call out someone who can invest in him and possibly cut off that avenue of investment well kanye does that constantly you know it's yeah like, yeah he'll he'll do that all the time he'll talk shit about somebody and want them to turn around and invest in his clothing line and then those people are like fuck you you were talking shit about me that's right being a sponsor for jay-z or or being a sponsor for justin timberlake and now you want to come get some money from me like mm-hmm. um like that like that's kind of crazy because that's the kind of person he is you know um and yeah and, and like in this interview though i think this is one of the things that happened with a lot of interviews viewers and a lot of interviews uh and the reason i don't like a lot of interviewers is because to most people that's just gonna sound like well kanye went crazy he got hyped and he was flipping flipping out and all this stuff and i understand how it sounded but if you listen carefully you can hear sway escalating it to that point when he did it didn't have to go that way mm. because sometimes you have to let people vent like to me yes you do this was a conversation where karen comes home from work she's pissed about work she wants to talk shit about her co-workers 
she don't need no solutions yeah she don't need me to, like sometimes you're in a conversation that isn't going both ways, ways. yeah sometimes it's a one-way conversation and yeah. by and by the time I, you know by the time you get to the end a lot of times that person has talked aloud their thought process and by the time they get to the end of it they're like okay now we can talk he wasn't coming to sway for advice no he was not and sway being a friend maybe he felt like i'm trying to help fix this guy's problem that's what i'm here for is to to to, to help him out but kanye west didn't want any advice he just wanted to bend he just wanted to say what he had to say and walk the fuck away from it yeah and sometimes the end yeah and sometimes as a person interviewing you need to pick up on that and understand that and sometimes that right there can be uh, can be one of the best interviews is that person just coming in venting and leaving yeah sometimes you have to sit back and go okay i'm you know i tried to work this out but i think his ego and like most and i'm not saying it's you know he's bad for this Mm-mm. i think it would have happened to 99 percent of people mm-hmm. once someone yells at you once someone belittles your accomplishment which kanye was right he's not doing it as big as him right he's yeah like, he lost and 13 it, million you lost a few hundred thousand it's not the same it's and not he's the like, same yeah, he's like don't nobody even know that you were doing this no. right and Kanye's like, i want to be a household name i don't want to be just in this area in this city in this town i want the world to know my product and uh yeah he got extremely like you know his ego got bruised when he dismissed his accomplishments like that and it dis- dismissed his advice and his experience um, because he wasn't looking for i mean yeah. not, not to justify him doing that but he was like i didn't come here looking for you to tell me what to do but as an interviewer sometimes like and i guess because they're friends it's more difficult but mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta step back and be like this is what this guy wants to say yeah and, and my job is to get what he wants to say to the people and ask the questions that are appropriate to make him flesh out his point of view yeah it's not to go back and forth with this dude because it was a point where i really felt like if sway would have recognized it right away he could have turned that actually it could have been a better interview and instead it ended up with a lot of back and forth which is going to get a lot of hits on the internet but am i really learning more about kanye west or am i just learning that sway is insulted that more than anything and it's one of those things where I think also when Kanye was going through this, you could have literally asked him questions about what he was talking about. Yeah. Like, and also, um, because it's hip hop, it's a problem. Yes. Because what happens with hip hop is there's this like super masculine idea of, I ain't gonna let nobody punk me even as an interviewer. And I'm gonna get roasted when people hear this interview later. And now my ego is involved in this shit. And that, that was like, like to me, I know a lot of a lot it that. got a lot of good quotables, and it's pretty funny to hear. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Like that's that's hilarious, but it's also like that that shit got totally derailed because Sway didn't want to just be like, "All right, man, um, uh, I just want to hear what you got to say, and yeah. uh, we can handle this shit off the mic." You know, as far as you uh, me feeling insulted, you know. Yep. Uh, Lupe Fiasco felt insulted. He got hit with a tomato at a concert. And stopped the concert early. That's all a tomato? Mm-hmm. It was in Salt Lake City. Well, you say that's all a tomato, but you ain't never been hit with no tomato doing something. You probably would want to go get cleaned up and end the show, too. I would. I'm, 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 I'm not saying that. It's just one of the things. It is. You said that's all a tomato. Yeah, and the reason why I'm saying that's all a tomato is because 
he go out there making no sense a lot of times. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I'm going, that's all they threw? Like, like, and, and I'm, they wrong. They're completely wrong for that. Don't, and he, you know, and I probably would have stopped the motherfucking concert too. I would have been pissed if I was a concert goer who paid for tickets for this. Yeah, you throwing not, a tomato. I completely yeah. understand that. Not that Lupe has a great track record. I mean, he's been pulled off stage before for doing stupid shit. Yes. And he's in the shows early for stupid shit, too. So I would never be caught paying for a concert for him. No. But this one was at uh, the audience's fault. He was probably going to do this whole concert. Someone threw a tomato at him. And it's like, wh- why? Now, now the concert's over, douche. Yeah, because you're trying to be funny. The good news is this is his first hit in five years, uh, so, ah! you know, good for him. Speaking of first hit in five years, and I believe this shit when I see it. Uh-oh. Signs point to the hip-hop duo Outkast getting back together next year, starting at Coachella. I don't believe that. Am I the only one that, like I said, Andre 3000 is the absentee father of rap. I refuse to get excited about him coming to see me on my birthday and be sitting in the driveway waiting for him to pick me up for till it gets dark. Nope, not I, gonna happen. I I, I do not put like this. I will not believe it. Uh, put like this. I won't believe no leak shit. I won't believe it until you know how to do like the billboards where they tell how many physical albums they sold. Mm-hmm. That's I literally I'm not gonna believe it to that point. I won't believe it until the Outcast album is in my hands. Hand. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna have to go to Best Buy and buy it. Like literally, that's the only way I will believe it because it's just one of those things where. You got Andre 3000 making money doing all kinds of other shit. He be on mm-hmm. on the on the um the um commercial for shaving and fashion commercials like he making money. And so it's just one of the things it's like mm-hmm. I I just but I just I I just don't believe it. I, I'm I, not about to be watching headlights. Fuck y'all. Me either. Mm-mm. I'm not about to be the one. I'm not sitting on the curb talking about well i know one of his headlights is out is that him coming up the street to pick me up no that's just a motorcycle fuck y'all i will wait until the album is out i won't i don't even want to hear the singles Mm-mm. i don't want to hear them. nothing leaked i don't want to see them on tour nope i want new an music album i want an album i demand it and nothing else, nothing less will satisfy me i don't care you guys can Go enjoy those tours and all that shit. Good for them. I just hope whenever they're not touring, they're sitting around in the lab coming up with more outcast music. Those dudes are too good to go out like this. Yes. Speaking of being too good to go out like this, Lamar Odom is demanding $10 million to end his four-year marriage with Khloe Kardashian. Sources say... The troubled NBA star is also taking a page out of his fellow hoopsters Chris Humphreys playbook by demanding Chloe's $875,000 engagement ring back before he'll agree to zip his lips about the K-Plan secrets. Humphreys got Kim Kardashian to return her $2 million engagement ring as part of their divorce uh, agreement following their 72-day marriage in 2011. Oh, so they did officially get divorced. I thought they Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Odom, 34, laid out his conditions after momager Chris, Gen- Chris Jenner ordered Chloe, 29, to sit down with their attorneys and hammer out a divorce deal. Chris and Chloe are very worried about Lamar. He's a loose cannon. He has a lot of dirt on the family and nothing to lose. What dirt could he have? 
Mm-hmm. They, they got cameras that find they're following them around every day, watching them use the goddamn toilet. What what sequence yeah. do you have? What do they have left to protect? Yes. <laughs> hey guys, it's all fake. Yeah, we know. We we figured. Um, he knows about all the extreme surgery procedures, when, how often, and how much, and the pressure get put on the younger girls to follow suit. Odom could also make waves by ripping the cover off the clan's reality TV show, keeping up with the Kardashians, causing them even more headaches. If Lamar, Lamar reveals just how fake the show is, it could create all kinds of problems that the family doesn't need. Just how fake the show is. Come on now. If, if you believe that shit is real, I got a bridge to sell you. Right. Um, Lamar is prepared to destroy Chloe's reputation by discussing their sex tape and how she targeted him and tore his family apart. Really? This is worth $10 million? Okay. Mm-hmm. Odom has been sidelined from the current NBA season. He has recently, he was recently spotted at LAX toting a self-help book. He has reportedly headed to work out in Rhode Island where he played college ball, preparing for his hopeful return to Los Angeles Clippers. Meanwhile, with statistics showing the Kardashian family's popularity is plummeting, matriarch Chris apparently wants the divorce deal done ASAP. And I know the only thing Lamar Odom is thinking is $10 million is so much crack. Yeah. How much crack is $10 million? You know how much crack it is? A lot. Get you mess around OD. It will get people high for, it will get his grandkids high for life. Ten million dollars of crack? His sperm will come out high. Yeah, he will be able to smoke for three to four weeks tops with ten million dollars of crack. Um, did you guys know, uh, the people are selling PS4s and Xbox 360s on eBay and, uh, and, uh, Craigslist and stuff? Mm hmm. On eBay, the average price of a PS4 is apparently $425. Now, I think that's bullshit. Yes. And I went on there to look to see, like, well, how is this shit being sold? How are they measuring this? And I noticed a lot of people listing, like, I saw one listing for Xbox uh, Xbox Ones Mm -hmm. for $500 even. Shipping is included. For people that know how much an Xbox One costs, four ninety nine right now if you go to the store, plus tax, right? Okay. But you can get it on eBay, five hundred dollars flat. Buy right now, shipping is included. Oh, they gonna get you. This person had one review. One review. They had sold at the time I went on there four Xboxes. You can't get your hands on one Xbox, people. You understand what I'm saying? That's the truth. And you definitely can't get it for $500. This motherfucker was selling unlimited Xbox. People were just buying them. People were giving this person their money. Fools and money are parting, dog, over this, these Xboxes and shit. Um, so someone went on Craigslist to buy a PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shopper wanted to get it as a Christmas gift for her son. She found one on Craigslist in Colorado Springs. Police say the woman met the seller in the lobby of a local motel to give the seller the cash. However, when she opened the box, all she found inside were towels and the seller was gone. Wow. Then he, he, he ran into the parking lot where a green Toyota Corolla was waiting on him and drove off. Mm-hmm. Got her. 
suckers stop don't be just calm down you know what it is not that important wait go on to best buy go on to walmart go on to a legitimate place if you know that you're not uh internet savvy when it comes to this shit nobody is getting these for the low guys not this none shit. of these are falling off the back of trucks no if, if it's real it's about six seven eight hundred dollars some people sell them for over a thousand dollars because they know can't nobody get them yeah the markup's gonna be ridiculous man. yes uh karen did you hear about the black widow spiders that are being found all over the globe now you may want to cross grapes off of your list Last week, Yvonne Wallen of York County, Pennsylvania, was digging into a bowl of grapes that she had purchased at the supermarket when she felt something brush up against her fingers. <gasps> it turned out to be a black widow spider. And the grapes? Mm-hmm. Seeing I know I'm seeing a leg coming up over a grape, I could have grabbed it instead of a grape. I mean, that really revolts me. <laughs> that really freaks me out. An insect expert later confirmed that the spider was indeed the deadly black widow. Now, as disturbing as Wayland's story sounds... It's actually not all that uncommon. In recent <gasps> weeks, the highly poisonous spiders have turned up in bags of grapes at supermarkets in Michigan, Minnesota, How Missouri, and Wisconsin. So why are black widows showing up in grapes? Well, it may all be related to farmers cutting back on pesticides. See, in addition to black widows being one of the most venomous species on Earth, they are also used on farms to catch and eat invasive species of insects. See? Wow. And also, now, first of all, why would you use this on your farm, right? What an idiot. But second of all, it makes sense because it's a black widow and it likes grapes. You know, because black people, what's their favorite kind of soda? Grape. It makes perfect sense, Karen. Favorite flavor of bubblegum? Grape. Grape. Favorite ape? The grape ape. Grape. Favorite jelly? Mm -hmm. Grape. Grape jelly. I mean, it's racist, but it's also true. So what are you going to do? Um... This is just a quick update. Uh, in the Steubenville rape case, four more school employees have been indicted. Good. Including the school superintendent. Good. Could, could not be happier to see a motherfucker in an orange jumpsuit. I told y'all when this shit happened that the shit was from the top down. It was literal rape culture, not your internet blog type, not this dude said a joke on Twitter. No, this is people covering up rape i'm so glad that they're going after these adults yep because they tried to squash it down at every turn yes they did and uh it's so good to see the because the adults are the ones who should pay and should be made examples of because this shit is more common than you think yes it is uh i think it was maryville or something like that we talked about last month like it's more common than you think for one two the adults act with impunity like they're not scared and the kids take their cue from the adults yes they do you know if you do something horrendous like rape and then the person that's an authority figure says don't worry about it i'll got got you you're never going to fucking be right you're going to always be a fuck up and you're going to be crazy and you're going to think that it's okay so i'm so glad these motherfuckers are going to prison good Mm -hmm. charge these motherfuckers let them sweat it out in trial yes sir um all right let's see what else we got to talk about here guys um there has been a a gap advertisement Mm -hmm. that has got 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 a lot of crazy reviews let me see here if i could play this for everybody it doesn't want to play all right i have to refresh it 
uh no problem but um you know gap is uh a brand that is known for their advertising and all that stuff and how much they get you know how much they get their trendy sweaters and stuff out there well now some people don't like the latest ad hey guys welcome to trending now i'm lauren lister every holiday season the gap rolls out a new campaign that typically creates a lot of buzz and this year is no different however controversy around one photo shows that gap is willing to stand up to racism here's the lowdown the theme of the holiday campaign is make love and Gap posted this image in store windows and in outdoor advertisements. The pair in the photo are model and filmmaker Quentin Jones and actor and jewelry designer Waris Alawalia, who happens to be Sikh. New York photographer Robert Gerhardt noticed one of the posters outside of a New York City subway had been vandalized. The word love of make love was replaced with bombs and please stop driving taxis was also scribbled in. Gerhardt snapped a photo of the defaced ad and forwarded it to Arsalan Iftikhar. He's senior editor at the Islamic Monthly. Iftikhar mm -hmm. shared the shameful image on Twitter and that quickly went viral. Hundreds retweeted the photo and one well-known Twitter account even took notice. The Gap. They replied to the tweet, Hi there, thanks for informing us. Can you please follow and direct message us? We'd like to know the location of this. Then, Gap immediately changed their Twitter banner photo to Jones in Alawalia. And the Facebook page, Gap, thank you for featuring a Sikh model in your Make Love campaign, was born. Instead of the negativity from the hateful gesture, support for the Gap poured in. One person tweeted, hey Gap, I just holiday shopped with you because of your anti-racist support of Sikh model Waris Alawalia. In an article for the Daily Beast following the attention from his viral tweet, Iftikhar writes, As the year 2014 inches closer to us, I want to live in an America where a fashion model can be a handsome, bearded, brown dude in a turban. It seems that in this case, love wins. Let us know, what do you think of the Gap's response to the defacing of the ad? Tell us on our Facebook. But uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that they actually... There's so many companies fold underneath this pressure and want to take shit down and want to redo shit when they did nothing wrong right not just that but i like that they ran with it as a positive and said not only are we not afraid of the backlash from this but we want the good publicity from this mm -hmm. we want people to know because i do like you said i do think that one of the assumptions that a lot of people make is that companies are responding to the morality of a cause mm -hmm. well most of the time companies are only responding to the negative backlash from anything they do so yes. even if they're right like they were in this case enough people bitch and complain people will be like you know the company will be like just take it down we don't want to deal with this i don't even understand this issue we were trying to but this they were like no we're doubling down on being right yes you know i remember when cheerios did this with the interracial couple that's right, and you they know? should because my thing is, why should I back down over 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 people's ignorance and stupidity? Well, speaking, and actually racist too. Speaking of ignorance and stupidity, people. All right, it's about that time. It is. All right. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them black. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for some fucking with black people. 
And today's contestant is Denise D'Souza. That's right. Come on down. Uh, conservative commentator and writer Denise D'Souza, uh, ignited a social media backlash Tuesday when he referred to President Barack Obama as a grown up Trayvon on Twitter. Wow. I'm thankful this week when is, I, you know, kind of true. He is a grown up black man because Trayvon was black. Mm-hmm. And he said that I could be Trayvon, my son, you mm-hmm. know, if I had a son. I'm thankful this week that I remember that America is big enough and great enough to survive grown up Trayvon in the White House. D'Souza followed up 45 minutes writing feigned outrage on the left over me calling Obama grown up Trayvon, except that Obama likened himself to Trayvon. I love when uh, they think they got something. <laughs> and like, and look at the hypocrisy. You won't let me use this to demean him because it was a national tragedy to you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like if, if somebody was like, well, you know, I just feel that uh, President Bush is 9-11. They would have been so mad. Mm-hmm. It would have been so upset. Oh, you can't say that. 9-11 was a tragedy. You can't be bringing it up. But with Obama, man, they, they bringing up Katrina and shit. Like, they don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about Mm-mm. historical context or being right or any of that mm-hmm. shit. Because yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. Um, so also, people have been sending this around. Uh, there's this uh, conservative black person named Mike. Oh, by the way, that one I give a uh, 50. Okay. Holiday edition. Uh, he did double down on it. But I just feel like it's like uh it's one of those ha ha technically I'm right type things where he's just doing it to troll. There's no actual real mm-hmm. content behind it. Yeah, he, he doesn't really He's not really explaining anything. He's not really having a point other than he just wants some shit to say. Yeah, so you know, this is just a guy trying to make a name off of talking shit about black people. Mm-hmm. Uh speaking of this, there's a black dude named Michael Massey. Uh, and he wrote some stuff about how he hates the Obamas and it's personal and he's a black person and all this stuff. And apparently white people are sending this around, uh, to say like, see, a black person doesn't like President Obama. So how racist can I be? You know? Oh, Lord. Uh, it says the below summarization of Barack and Michelle Obama's five year reign in the White House is by far the best I've read and it squarely hits the nail on the head. And it took a black reporter writing it to make it as effective as it is. A white man's account would be instantly criticized by the liberal media as pure racism, but how can anyone scream racist when an exacting description of the Obamas is penned by a well known journalist of color? You can be racist and black, too. You can be racist against your own race. I, it's not just that. It can make you a lot of money. That's that's the biggest reason why people do it. It's lucrative. Very lucrative. So we, will, a, we will pay you, docket to say the shit that we can't say because we will be called racist. And I love that white people are like, this nigger said it. So, niggers, you guys understand? In, like no, I'm not it's racist. Wrong. Like it's wrong for them to say it, and it's wrong for you to say it. It's this, just wrong. This black dude confirmed my racism. Is that cool now? Yeah, this right? dark is over here dancing, saying the same shit I want to say. Let's throw him some money. And how come that never works the other way? How come I can't be like a white person said that? A white person said that Obama is the greatest. Oh no. Okay, so you guys calm down. No, you ain't Rachel Maddow likes him. You can get paid for that, sir. Oh, but yeah, I, I, now I give this a 75 because people are forwarding this to, to their black friends as a reason why they should understand that Obama is the devil. 
So that's mm-hmm. 75 because it's very viral. Yeah, you get an eye roll for that one. Uh, Pizza Hut Man. Uh, I'm not going to do guess the race, but I just thought this was funny. Pizza Hut Man got fired for refusing to open on Thanksgiving. Is that what the manager? Mm-hmm. Tony Roar. And, and, and the sad part about it, I don't blame him. I mean, I know he lost his job. It In America, everybody wants every goddamn thing to be open but their job. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want my job to be open, but I want this pizza. I want to be able to go to the store. Damn gas station better be open. Mm-hmm. My motherfucking job better pay me to be off for a day. And he's like, we're open every fucking day of the year, but Christmas probably if they yeah. if they're like a lot of places. You think Mr. Pizza Hut is working today, the CEO of Pizza Hut? Hell no. CEO of Pizza Hut had yesterday off, the day off, the bar off. He probably never works. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of them things where he was like, I got employees who really would prefer to spend time with their family then make shit for your family. Yep. All right. Let's get into our game. I just thought that was ironic. Yeah, I mean, I hate he lost his job, but, you know, it's just, it's just one of them things. They're trying to make that late black people Thanksgiving money. Like, look, man, we open up at noon. They're going to be calling because they ain't going to eat till 6. And our commercial is going to be on between every football commercial. Break. And, you know, and, and, and even now, uh thanksgiving ain't gonna be the same because even on the thanksgiving invite it was like hey we're gonna be going out after dinner i was like who the fuck is going shopping black friday shopping the pre-friday dark friday shopping after dinner mm-hmm. it's, well, like, it's always it's already fucked up in america anyway because they don't care about these employees it's really no. like it's almost like the slave cast at this point where it's like you work at walmart you're a slave mm-hmm. i have a good paying job you're here so i can spend my money when i feel like it on thanksgiving mm-hmm. and i will trap you to death to get that sale on those nikes yeah because i don't give a fuck about you or your family that you're separated from or your kids that would desire you to be there and a lot of people say well you know that you know if well you ought to know that when you got the job it's just one of those things where like i said you you want your job to pay you to be off what makes you think that these people want anything different than that too yep now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time i said now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show across all the podcast land where we read or play articles from all around the globe and we ask our audience to guess the race uh, we have no guests today, so it's just the audience. All yep. right. I hope you guys got your racism caps on. And you're ready to do this. Let's get racist. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our first article. A mother arrested her daughter, shot and killed. Now, the mother claims this is just a tragic mistake. Ted News reporter Catherine Burse is covering Polk County. And as she explains, there is also a young victim in this troubling case. Evidence tape and blood drops on the door give hints of the tragedy here, but the story of Monday night's shooting that left 25-year-old Ruby Bing dead out front has bizarre twists and turns. It's like something out of a movie. You see, police say Ruby Bing was shot to death by her own mother, Adele Bing. Adele is now under arrest and charged with second-degree murder. 
The deadly violence that shattered this family began at the apartment with a fight between Adele and her boyfriend, James Lane. While Lane was being questioned at Winter Haven Hospital, Ruby being knocked. Some witnesses say even banged on her mother's door. Adele thought it was Lane returning, and she came to the door armed with a baseball bat and a pistol. She answered the door with, uh, what was evidently a loaded handgun. Um, from according to her statement was she answered the door the gun went off people in the neighborhood heard the shot and adele screaming as she cradled her bloody daughter he said tell me my baby's not gone your heart goes out to someone yes it made me sick to my stomach and here's the next twist ruby was holding her four-month-old baby when she was <gasps> shot and killed that child is unharmed uh, the shock it was disbelief um, it was heart-wrenching. Jarvis Marshall, a former neighbor, says mom and daughter were like best friends. And his heart goes out to this family, suffering in so many ways. For it to be the, it to happen by the hands of the mother, it's, um, you know, my prayers go out for her and for the family. Ruby Bing's Facebook page is exploding with condolences. And here at the police station, we are told that this investigation is ongoing. Reporting from Winter Haven, Catherine Gersh, 10 News. Over a dude. Come on now. Baby ain't got no mama. Baby ain't got no grandmama. Mm-hmm. Over your boyfriend. And what were you so mad about? You were going to kill this dude while, you know, you had your daughter and, you know, all these people in her your house? Like, crazy. All right, let's check the chat room and see what race they believe. One who said, who going to check me, boo, before shooting? Oh. Boyfriend drama, black crack mom. Yeah. I brought you into this world. I take you out of it black. Bat and a gun. I'm saying black. Porch monkeys on the loose. White. I don't know. Rod and Karen. Jiminy Cricket. Intergalactic cousin. Black. Oh, wow. Black. The daughter didn't smile, so the mother didn't know she was there. Black. Mama Boo Boo White. Ah. Marvin Gaye Sr. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hey, Marvin Gaye Sr. Why did that make me laugh so? Oh, the correct answer is black. Well, you get it, shot him. And everybody gets black because uh, somebody changed their guess to black. So they they said white at first and changed it. Cool. Um, let's see. Here's another story. Shell. Oh, by the way, oh Florida on that last article too. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. A, cir- a circle of people arrested for public sex in, oh, this is fucking Florida, too. <laughs> but public public sex acts in Shelby County include a news editor for the Sydney Daily News, a former airline supervisor, a volunteer firefighter, and former parks board member. Those four men, along with five others, were arrested after a two-month-long investigation into illegal sexual activity at Lockington Dam Park according to the to a news release the shelby county sheriff's office released the following information on the nine men facing charges jeffrey balil 69 <laughs> of sydney is <laughs> balil is the news editor for sydney daily news he's a news editor wow I'm probably just keeping this story out like do we got a report on this balil faces the cameras Belil faces one count of public indecency after surveillance captured him involved in, involved in sexual. Well, it was a camera there. 
mm-hmm. involved in sexual activity with a male in the park's parking lot. <laughs> Get it in. David Scott Stone, 47, of Vandalia, of Vandalia. Stone is former employee of American Airlines as a supervisory agent of the Dayton International Airport. Stone faces two counts of lewd public indecency. Surveillance catcher Stone involved in sexual activity with a male in one incident and a second incident where he was exposing himself. Both incidents happened in the park. The park was a hot spot. was. Michael Parando, 55, of Piqua. Parando is a former member of the city of Piqua Parks Board. Parando also faces two counts of public indecency after surveillance catching him offering, I mean, involved in sexual activity with a male, as well as a separate incident where he was exposing himself. I wonder what they exposing themselves come to. You gotta show your dick and then that's how they let you fuck them or something. Flash or something. Check out my dick. Oh, I wanna suck that. That's, that's how it starts. It's go boom, boom, boom. Jerry Drees of Russia. Is that, is that, is there a Russia, Florida? I I don't know. Drees is a volunteer firefighter with the Russia Fire Department. I guess he was pulling out his hose. Oh, guess it is a Russia, uh, Florida then. Drees faces one count of public indecency at the video surveillance capture him walking around inside the park without any clothes on. Oh, so this must be the park where everybody just go and just have sex. They just happen mm-hmm. to catch these dudes on camera. Joshua Taylor, 29 of Pequa. Taylor is charged with one count of public indecency at the video surveillance capture him involved in sexual activity with the male inside the park. George Trion, 72 of Versailles. Trion faces one count of public indecency at the video surveillance capture him involved in sexual activity with the male. It's like fight club with dick sucking. Oh, you know what? Or what may have happened was that people probably have uh, heard or um, people have seen it. Somebody's like, you know, we're going to put some cameras to catch these people. And, mm-hmm. and that's for real, because normally you don't have cameras like this at the park, just filming shit. No, because most time ain't nothing out of but the goddamn trees. And a two-month sting operation to catch these dudes? Mm-hmm. Like, they were serious about that. I feel like they were getting off on it. Um, yeah, that was a long time. Two months. But yeah, all these dudes got caught fucking in the park. Guess the race of these people. I wonder how they met. Mm-hmm. It's like the dick-sucking social club. It's like a it's like a community group mm-hmm. all these powerful leaders yeah that's you know, hopefully one of these young dudes suck their dick into a way to a job or something yeah because they lost the ones they got you know you know what i really would like to work on the staff of parks and recreation <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see what the chat room says suck your way to that promotion they use networking white no <laughs> I'll stay here. I'll stay here with the snow in Maryland. Okay, that's not race. That's not a race hustle crow. Wine and cheese pairing expert. Black. Retired KKK meth heads. White. G off. You guessing both things. I'm not reading your stuff anymore. Uh, cast member of friends. White. Cheese eating lab rat. All these supervisors and managers. White. Trevor Phillips and Ron White. Tasted like a Swiss. One who wears flip flops in December and white the correct right answer, answer is white good job everybody good job let's get into the bonus round Double the points, double the raise, double the points, double the raise. That's right. 
It's the bonus round. Time to double the points, double the race. So far, everybody's two for two, except Gios, whose guesses don't count anymore. Are you guys <laughs> ready to do some double the points? You guys getting nervous? I hope not. Here we go. All right. Uh, let's go with uh, this one first. Okay. The Santa Claus at a Hanover Mall is facing indecent assault and battery charges for alleged incident involving an elf an elf mm-hmm okay i'm very confused sounds like he was on that let it snow you know what i'm let saying no for real yeah i don't know if you guys know about that let it snow it's a pretty rapist song the santa 62 year old herbert g jones of Asinet was arrested around 5.30 p.m. Saturday, according to Hanover Police, after a complaint was brought by the young woman working with him as his elf photographer. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Jones and the alleged victim are employed by Cherry Hill Photos at the Hanover Mall. He's 62. What is he doing filling on a young... Young elf. Yeah. Uh, we have been made aware that the allegation of improper conduct has been lodged against the person portraying Santa at Hanover Mall by another employee working at the Santa Photography Concession. Cherry Hill Photo said in a statement, this allegation has been denied by the individual portraying Santa. Both persons are employed by Cherry Hill Photo, a New Jersey company specializing in providing Santa photogra- uh, photographic uh, services to the mall during the holiday season. The spokesperson for Cherry Hill Photo has informed us that a comprehensive background report has been completed on the individual portraying Santa. The report indicates that he is clear of any prior arrest or convictions. The investigation is ongoing. Under the terms set this morning by Hingham, Hingham District Court Judge Francis Marini, Jones cannot work as Santa while he's out on his $1,000 bail. Uh, so he's not going to be making any money for Christmas. How are the kids going to get their, their presents, Karen? He probably had to sell the kids to us for that $1,000. <laughs> He's going to be out there selling the sleigh. Oh, oh, you know what? Santa might be the one doing them Xboxes. We're like, we, 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 can't, we can't send him the real Xboxes. Well, just in case, he's, he's due back in court on Christmas Eve. So hopefully, oh, well. this could make a really good Santa Claus movie where he has to go to trial. And then at the end, he gets not, he gets not guilty. Yeah, or you know what? Right at Christmas Eve, he has just enough time to deliver the, yeah. the presents. Yeah, or either he'll, he's late and he's like, you know what, kids? Sorry I was late. Santa was ho ho hoing. <laughs> don't don't believe a judge, your honor. She's a ho ho whore. Uh, guess the race, uh, people in the chat room. <laughs> oh man, she's been very naughty. Yes, she has. White black Santas only exist in race themed movies. Oh. One who uses eight type of cheese in their macaroni and cheese, whiter than Santa Claus in a snowstorm. Oh. As white as his beard, not so saintly white Saint Nick, Billy Bob Thornton white. Yeah, bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they waited until after he was working with children to do a background check. He's the whitest of the whites. Yeah, they didn't even do a background. Yeah, that's a good point. They didn't do a background check till after. Oh, or, or maybe they were saying they did a background check before and he had no priors. They may have. Billy Bob Thornton, Herbert the Pervert, reaching for a PYT. Aww. Uh, this Santa a gives PYE. out. PYE. Pretty young elf. <laughs> this Santa gives out cheese. White. Black stores can't pay for a Santa before December the 1st. Aww. I'm going to be different. Black. Whiter than Santa's beard. 
The correct answer, answer is white. white. And you want to be different? Well, your ass also want to be wrong. Wait. Mm-mm. There you go. Yeah, we got to get the booze. That's right. You're a terrible, terrible person when it comes to being racist. <laughs> horrible. Horrible racism. Uh, let's talk about this guy. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Jeffrey Kosinski told a judge he never planned to be taking pictures underneath women's skirts when he bought a new camera in July. I saw his capabilities and everything just went astray, said the 50-year-old Grand Rapids man. They should have never put this motherfucker in my hand. I'm just snapping everything. Up skirts, down skirts. I don't care. I'm snapping pictures. He was looking at the camera like, this bitch can take pictures of under the skirt. Oh, y'all didn't tell me this shit. Like somebody just learned how to text. Like that's a function on the camera. Yeah. Up skirt mode. I didn't know they, okay. And HD too. This wasn't the original plan when I bought it, he said. Kaczynski was sentenced Tuesday to 180 days in jail and three years probation for capturing or distributing the image of an unclothed person. Oh, shit. Police say he uses camera to take pictures of women's undergarments in private areas underneath their skirts at Grand Rapids area grocery stores. He admitted to using the camera at Aldi and major stores in Alpine Avenue Northwest. Police became aware of Kaczynski on August 1st when female co-workers at Grand Rapids Foam Rubber Company complained that Kaczynski was taking photos of their buttocks. Not their buttocks. He's at work. He's risking the job. Kaczynski reportedly confessed to the grocery store upskirt shots while being interviewed by investigators. During his innocent Tuesday, he told Kent County Court, uh, Circuit Court Judge Paul Sullivan that he only had the camera about two weeks before he was caught. Fucking amateur. He said he was, uh, he brought the camera because of a trouble with a neighbor and he apparently wanted to collect evidence, but nothing happened with the neighbor, he said, so he began to use the camera for other purposes. <laughs> well, it's taking too long. I guess I'll start yeah. illegally taking pictures of women's underwear. Apparently so. Sullivan told Kaczynski that he stepped over the line of decency and the criminal wrongdoing. There is no way I can condone this type of stuff, Sullivan said. You invaded the privacy of a number of women and very inappropriately so. Yes. I mean, who wants to see anything that's up there if it's not presentable, you know? That's true. She, you know, let her get it he, ready. Yeah, he's trying, he's trying, he's trying to help you out. Kaczynski was credited with a, already serving 78 days in jail after his arrest. As part of his probation, he is not to purchase or use sexually stimulated materials, must complete a sex offender treatment program, and cannot use or possess photo equipment. Oh, no, can't use sex to stimulate materials. He huh? can't get porn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, that would, that's all you got to tell me to keep me from doing this. Wow. You can no longer have porn. Well, isn't that a bit unfair, Your Honor? Uh, Too far? I'll do the extra time in prison. I paid fine. Yeah. His attorney, John Gray, said the charge does not require Kaczynski to register as a sex offender because it did not involve victims who are younger than 17. How could you possibly know? True. It's just a bunch of people's pussies. Can you look at one and be like... That uh, is not a 17-year-old pussy. That, that pussy right there looks about 35. Yep. But uh, let's guess the race, guys. One who wears a, a yarmulke atop their Jufro wears Waldo white, fish belly. He said oh. he can't buy lotion. They said he can't buy lotion. Nah, dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Say he can't buy sexual stimulation stuff, porn. Uh, last name should be in the NHL Hall of Fame white. 
white man who must be pretty limber to get up skirt shots with the digital camera yeah how is he hitting a button like i don't even know how to work a camera well enough to do this me either he turned the flash y'all he was ninja ninja style taping it to his shoe or something like what is the function here did did it have it does have a remote control i don't know craddock it says pilgrim he potted it out gotta be white a, a jungle bunny would just reach for a handful of booty as if them cheeks were chock full of welfare checks oh whitey ford uh plotted oh plotted out okay boiled egg where are the shutter sounds when you need them yeah flash that's probably how you gotta <laughs> oh i'm sorry was that your uh pantyhose i was taking a picture of white man <laughs> who can afford a camera with awesome zoom features yeah Yes. The correct answer is white. white. Man, white people are having rough today, man. I ain't they though. Nobody else did any crime. Sorry, guys. A South Carolina man stuck struck the mother of his two children in the head with an axe over a voicemail left by his mother before his victim drove herself to the hospital. Well damn driving to the hospital with an axe in your head oh it was still in the head what a, oh. now that's a that's a good way to have an accident yeah it is the 28 year old woman was found unconscious in the parking lot of spartanburg <laughs> regional hospital on sunday according to police over an argument with a living boyfriend and it went out of control you know what i'm saying is the axe part of it mm. Mm, that, that 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 might have been part of the issue you think they were trying to use it on a turkey and miss <laughs> The woman told Devity, well, he, he said it was accidental. Mm-hmm. The, 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 <laughs> I was having for the turkey. I was trying to ask her a question when uh, this shit happened. Um, the the woman told deputies that Willie Lee Hollis Jr., 33, was arguing with her over voicemail left by his mother when he threw her on the bed, dragged her to the floor, then grabbed a double-headed axe off of a bedroom wall. The fuck could the voicemail have been? And why the fuck you got an axe on your bedroom wall? What is it, the fire department? Yeah. Here's Johnny. I wonder if uh, the the voicemail was like, and your girlfriend is a stupid bitch whore, and I hate her. Call me back. Love you, peep. And then she heard it, and she was like, you going to call her back and cuss her out or something? He was like, let me get my axe. She was right. Yeah. As I was on the ground, he swung the axe and missed, but then he swung again and hit me with the blade part in the back of my head. She told deputies, according to the police report, she managed to escape into the bathroom before Hollis's mother, the woman behind the mysterious message, arrived at their home. Hollis allegedly threw the axe in his mother's car along with various items. So he was, I guess he was going to try to get away was she gonna help him i don't understand me either during this time his victim said she went out to her car where her two children were seated she (gasps) dropped them she dropped them off at her grandmother's house before driving to the emergency room where she was found unconscious now oh shit she literally drove her kid dropped them off and drove herself to the hospital yes why is your head bleeding mommy oh my god Mm -hmm. she was like kids you are not going to see me fall out and faint from this accident mommy is strong only a mother's love can get there can keep her functioning long enough to be yeah. like Mm-mm. and you know what she I was thinking? passed out like scarlet you know what she was thinking i'm not taking y'all up there because ain't nowhere ain't nobody gonna be to watch y'all y'all said your grandma. <laughs> police said they were unable to find the axe at the victim's home authorities t- found hollis already behind bars on the charge of driving under suspicion 
when they launched their investigation. Oh shit! So he already got arrested. Like we got a warrant out for. Wait a minute, he here? No. <laughs> you <laughs> we ain't got to go nowhere. Open and shut case. You know what? Let's go have lunch and just say we look for him. He was further charged with criminal domestic violence. Victim. The victim told police that she and Hollis have been together for four years. They have two children together. The woman's condition as of Monday was not provided by police, nor were the contents of the voicemail that triggered the vo- violence. Um, maybe the voicemail said you should hit upside the head with an axe. Or maybe so. Well, guess the race. The chat room says, Ike and Tina Turner. Eat the cake. Anime, eat the cake. Resourceful, any weapon will do. Wife beating Negro thug. Already in jail when the APB went out. Black. Black says, oh, buddy. Deacon Jones says Trojan. Uh, looks like everybody's going with black on this. Did the crime cover his track? Still arrested? Black. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't find a murder weapon. He still got arrested. It's like, look at him. He did it. Uh, the correct answer is, is black. black. Good job, guys. <laughs> All right, man. We can't get out of here without talking about it. Sore ratchetness. Two brothers who run a Southern California martial arts school were arrested on suspicion of kidnapping an Antelope Valley teenager, torturing him with cigarettes and cutting him with samurai swords. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. Kidnapped this kid, tortured him with cigarettes. How do you torture him with cigarettes? You think they were like, smoke it! Smoke this cigarette. You're going to smoke this cigarette. This is torture. You can't do this. You have gone 348 days without a cigarette, child. This will be your first one. Stan, Stan Lee and Scott Lai, 33 and 34, were arrested Thursday on suspicion of kidnapping, torture, and cultivating marijuana, while a third man, Anthony Valdivia, 36, was arrested on suspicion of bring, being a felon with a firearm. Wow. All three remain in jail Friday. The brothers are suspected of kidnapping an 18-year-old man in Lancaster on September 25th, who was tortured with lit cigarettes, cut with the samurai swords, and beaten before being released. Investigators did not immediately release a motive for the alleged attack. However, on Thursday, detectives and members of the burglary and robbery suspicion team, suppression teams served a search warrant on a home where they found Lee Valdavia, a gun, drug paraphernalia, and marijuana, which was being grown indoors. Scott Lee was found in another home. Authorities said samurai swords were recovered there. And at the Brothers Stein Scott's Martial Art Academy. Lee and Lai grew up in the Mojave Desert community northeast of Los Angeles and began learning martial arts as youngsters. Later, founding their studio, said Anthony Martinez, a longtime acquaintance. I was their first student 13 years ago, Martinez said in the telephone interview. Martinez, now 38, said he eventually ran the academy for the brothers, but last saw them about six months ago when he left to teach martial arts on his own. It was mind-blowing to hear of their arrest, he said. These guys are very humble martial artists. They're good, respectful people who work hard to teach youngsters various forms of martial arts, Martinez said. Those were my my masters. If anything, they were there to help people out. Having swords was not unusual. Mostly every martial arts school you go to, you're going to see samurai swords. That's part of your training, the part of what we practice in. Everybody has samurai swords. Isn't that the scariest wow, thing you ever heard dangerous all those martial arts places you think they would be teaching you you know how to fight with your hands, hands. and learn discipline and become a better person instead they're in there trying to teach you to burn people with cigarettes and chop them up with samurai swords apparently so 
a man with a sword was killed by a man with a gun in a jacksonville argument between acquaintances oh florida at least you got it right this time <laughs> police say one man is dead and another is in custody in what may be a self-defense case friday uh the men knew each other and had gotten into an argument one had a gun and one a type of sword or a long knife police were called shortly before 1 p.m to buttercup street after i like the, that name buttercup after the fight spilled into the driveway the man with the sword was shot and killed the other man fled and was later picked up by police he and witnesses were being questioned friday afternoon smith said what because was he running down um Reese pieces boulevard <laughs> he was running down blossom avenue <laughs> made a right on uh bubbles uh <laughs> lane smith said both men both men were armed investigators are trying to determine the shooting was in self-defense well, that's one way to stand your ground uh and, you know and uh the dude had a sword so you got to put him down sometimes the best thing you can do for a person with a sword is put a bullet in him all right guys it's been another episode of the blackout test podcast thank <laughs> you so much for coming out have a happy thanksgiving we'll yes. be back saturday with your feedback we will until then i love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.